He said miracles are more spiritual than religion. Given the circumstances, his stance on the latter was based on trial and error. The terror of becoming a heathen left him believing that miracles was for saints and sages. Stages he could never reach. It's a shame. They don't preach for the righteous no more. Just religious relics with impetuous rhetoric. Passing judgment and ridicule. What would Jesus do? If the sin was minuscule, is it that crucial to browbeat, backbite and persecute? All the while, hands up in praise. Oh, happy days. Oh, happy days. A long gone. They're reading from a new Psalms. Palms clenched, tight fisted, twisted theories disguised in testimonies. They take more than they give. Get yours in the hereafter, but pay no mind to how they live. He said miracles are more spiritual than religion. Given the pastor's views, his late dues was due to his lack of conviction. Children out of wedlock and shacking up. Hmm. I guess the eviction was God's decision. And who are we to intervene? The righteous don't convene with sinners, nor do losers relate to winners. So repent for your transgressions and count your blessings. Oh, now it's received. You want him to believe he's less than you. So be less is what you really mean when you say God bless you. I tell you, they don't preach for the righteous no more. They just teach, believe more, no less. Do wrong, just confess, and everyone's a prophet now, ordained and sanctified. But can someone explain how slavery in the sight of God is justified? What's holy about that? You can't see the holes in that? They stole your folklore, exploit your culture, deface the remnants, then assume its image. What's more wicked than this? The pot calling the kettle black? This cyst. Sadistic twist on facts These scars attached to our backs The indelible sounds of laughter from massa When these preachers dig ditches from pulpits Preaching promises of deliverance Rivers filled with milk and honey As long as their pockets are filled with bills of money I guess God look out for fools and dummies I tell you, miracles are more spiritual than religion your direction has been shifted, lifted from your homeland, principles deleted, pants sagging, demeanor demeaning the people defeated, demanding freedom, but confined to your vices, sold the ingredients to your demise at discount prices, lifeless shells confused and divided, disenfranchised and misguided, the most emulated, the least venerated, the biggest consumers Yet the smallest producers, I tell you, miracles are more spiritual than religion. You're listening to Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With poetic black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black.
and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and looted dances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poet Black. We'll start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black, and I'm happy to be here. Spoken Soul family, what's good? We got another hot show lined up for you guys today. Oh, this is going to be a good one, a scorcher. I hope, I hope you're on your path today. I hope you're not allowing anyone or anything to impede your progress. I hope you focus on the goal. I hope you know today you are validated. You are validated in your own skin, in your own world, in your own being. Let's get to it. Spoken Soul family, we got another show lined up for you guys today. And when I tell you, this is going to be a scorcher. Because recently something happened. But before we get into that, I got a few announcements that I got I to gotta make before we get into anything. Because I promised you guys the last time that I was going to get some information for you guys. And I have that information. But uh, before that, I want to give a shout out. I want to I want to give a uh, a shout out to my sister Kiana Jackson. She got her she got her masseuse business going on, and uh, I mean she does great work. If you've been, I mean you've been working all week, you you got those aches and pains in your body that you know you don't know where it's coming from. More than likely, it's coming from the fact that you're working all the time and you don't get that proper massage therapy that you need. So I know this sister, this queen is a, you know what I mean? She's a beautiful sister. You know, she's about her business, very professional, you know? So if you guys are looking for a personal masseuse, y'all can go over and DM her. You know, she she's on IG at Rub Mobile Massage Therapy. So y'all go over there and y'all DM her and y'all check her out, check out her prices and uh, believe me, man, when you've been working and you're wound up and you're tight, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need that proper masseuse to get get the kinks out, you know what I'm saying? So y'all definitely go support the sister, black-owned business. Y'all go support that sister, man, for all your needs in the masseuse area. Now, the other piece of information I, I told you guys I was going to get for you is the uh, movement that... Our brother, my son, is on. You know, I went and found some more research. I did some more research on it, and the name of the of the uh, the hashtag or the movement is boycott black murder. So you guys go, you go to the if you if you type it in on YouTube or if you put it in your Google search engine, it should come right up. Boycott black murder. It's a pledge. It's a pledge that you take pretty much that you're not going to support 
anything that results in black murder. And that and that pretty much, you know, sums it up as far as like music, because you have the music that inspires our youth to go out there and kill each other. We got to we got to stop supporting that. We got to be proactive. You know, we we support the companies who support these rappers who only thing they put in our community is negativity. So as a community, we definitely have to stand up and do something about it. We have to be proactive. We just can't sit idle and be waiting for the results to happen until the, the, the trauma come to our door. You know, let's be proactive about it. So I think this is a noble cause. Shout out to the brother, my son, for even coming up with this, you know, and the people that's working with him and making this a reality. But this is something that we all should get a, a long board with, you know, of, of boycotting black murder. Boycott these companies. Stop putting money in the pockets of the people whose total aim is to kill you. It's to take you out. So it's something that we definitely as a people need to think about. And I, I 100% support that cause. So the Spoken Soul Sessions podcast, we definitely support the movement of boycotting black murder. I think it's a very noble cause and I'm all for it. So I, I urge you guys, the listeners, to go out there and take that pledge, man. It's for us. This is for us. Now, this show right here, oh my goodness. This one right here is the fruition of what I've spoke about in previous podcasts. If you notice, I, 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 I read a poem or I recited a poem. I recited a poem one, one, one poem of mine called Miracles And this poem Was inspired A very close friend of mine You know he had a run in With the church And that pretty much Inspired This poem It inspired this poem Miracles But in the poem I touched on A lot of different points A lot of different points So let me bring you guys up to speed of what we're talking about today Now If you guys have been watching the news If you guys have been watching the news There was a pastor In Brooklyn There was a pastor in Brooklyn Who recently Got robbed Allegedly For One million dollars Jewelry. That's what that's what the CNN and the news stated. But he came out with his own live, and he dispelled that and said it wasn't it wasn't that, that much. <clears throat> but some things happened, and I got the footage, and we're gonna get into this because I feel that it's so pertinent, so important to touch on these different subjects, these particular concepts. That a lot of us as black people fall into And we wonder why we're so lost We wonder why we keep going around In the same circle Doing the same shit Getting the same results So let me bring you guys up to Up to par What happened So this pastor And I have personal experience with this pastor And we gonna get into that a little bit later So I know this pastor And I've been in this church this particular church i've been there and uh 
so what happened is this the pastor is doing a show on live stream like a lot of the uh, churches do they they um they'll broadcast their sermon on live stream now mind you to give you a little background a little context this pastor bishop he's a bishop bishop lamont bishop lamont whitehead bishop lamont whitehead i believe that's his whole name but this bishop is known for being flashy he's known for driving two three hundred hundred thousand dollar cars rolls royces and you know all these different type of luxury cars he dressed in the in the finest of garments i mean big labels louis vuitton dior and all that and uh he's known for wearing a lot of jewelry he's known for wearing a lot of jewelry so what happened he's doing this the the sermon on the live stream and four gunmen come into church they lay him down they take his jewelry he said that they put a gun in his baby's face you know in his wife's face and they and they got away with the money so when you look at it you know he's flashy it's in brooklyn you know what i'm saying you know, we all know new york city you know you got hungry wolves out there now the question behind it the question behind the whole thing is that it's a scam because this pastor or this bishop he had previously went to prison he said he went to prison uh falsely he was falsely incarcerated and they hid evidence and that he was um he was he was a victim you know and they say he was a scammer so naturally you know people are going to think the worst so he say people are saying oh it looks staged and things of that nature but that's besides the point because it could pro it could possibly be but that's besides the point the aftermath of this story after he gets robbed there's a pastor by the name of larry larry i think larry reed if i'm not mistaken you guys go look him up and he's said to be like the wendy williams the wendy williams of gospel meaning that he's a gossiper he talks he gets in everybody's business so he has a live stream talking about he has a live stream talking about what happened and he brings another woman he brings another woman in on the conversation on the live stream she's also a pastor now we we're talking about three pastors right now we got the pastor larry reed we got the pastor lamont uh lamont whitehead or the bishop lamont whitehead and then we have the other sister her name I believe it's Genesis something, but we're going to get her name in a minute. We're going to get her name in a minute, but uh, I'm going to play some excerpts from the actual footage of the conversation. So while Larry Reed, he has his own platform. He does on his platform. He invites the other sister named Genesis to his platform and they're talking about what happened and i'm gonna let you guys in on this i'm gonna play some some parts in it so we can dissect it and she comes in i'm and you guys can formulate your own opinion i don't want to steer you i don't want to steer you
But I do want to point out the different aspects that I caught, that I that I pulled out of the whole interaction between them. Three, because Lamont Bishop, the Bishop Lamont Whitehead, he actually joins the live stream after someone in his team shoots him, uh, uh, tags him in it. He say, yo, this guy's up here is talking about you. So he said he 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 sat there and listened to them talk about him for like 15, 20 minutes. And then he happens to get on the live stream and then everything unfolds from there. So what I want to do first, the first thing we want to do, we want to we want to play some of this footage so you guys can get some form of idea of what we're talking about. So I'll be stopping and we'll be making commentary within it. But uh, I want you guys to get what went down. So let's play that real quick. know him and I met his wife we were sitting at the dinner table at my mentor's house you know so um, I do know him but I don't know him that well and usually when um, stories like this come up I may post it or say something about it but I don't give it a, a whole lot especially if it's someone that I know um, and see, because I've had conversations with and I said I'll post this but I ain't gonna really discuss it that much so I want Genesis Warren, who tonight Genesis Warren go up live. I want so her that's to the other sister's so name, Genesis Warren. Thank you, Who Go Gospel Say You Love the Show. Thank you so very much. So let me see if I can find Genesis here. And if I can, we are about to have the common during station. Genesis says, So hey Melba Moore, how are you doing? As soon as you come in here, let's talk about it. Genesis, I want you to say what I heard you say, and we're just going to go back and forth about it. Um, this is probably going to get heated. I'm pretty sure knowing Bishop Whitehead, whatever somebody go back and tell him, he is going to probably think negative because I'm media and I am out, an outlet. Hey, my um, um, godson, Bon Bon, Bon Bon, I'll be in L.A. next week. Um, Marco, are you here? <laughs> I see you. Marco, y'all tell Melba Moore that's a legend. She was the one that was under opposite Prophet Brian. I fast Warren. forwarded a little bit so you we can get what we to call it. them affectionately. Um, she was up under. Did she change her number? Why well, I got so many numbers for her? I'm gonna one? fast forward until she comes on the stage to get right to the Tell meet. her, come on. And your booty jiggling. No, don't I want to see your booty? That's her. You know, she was up on the opposite Brian Conn, but she publicly disconnected herself from him. She does not bite her tongue at all. So I can't wait to see <laughs> for you. To, oh, here she is. Here she go. Dig this family. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta do better. And we gonna break this down all the way down. I accepted it. It should be coming through. We're about to have the Commodore station. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I was telling them that. Pay attention, all, family, right a, now. Listen pastor, to this. But I call her, and I have always called her, Apostle Warren. And so, <laughs> but, she, but she's also a coach and an entrepreneur, you know, so she wears more than one hat. But she, she has her opinion, and she sticks by her opinion, and I respect the same way with Tiffany and Montgomery, you know, we don't always agree with them, but I respect these beautiful black women that have these great heads on their shoulders. 
Okay, now, Genesis, what were you saying concerning the pastor and the robbery? What is your point of view? Okay, first of all, hey, y'all, um, don't come for me in these comments. You can tell <laughs> us, okay, because of, uh, I got my natural thing going on because I'm working today. You look good. All right, so you don't come for me in these comments. You look right. good. Thank you. Um, so I um I don't know the man of God, first of all. And now I know how now it that's the point right there that I wanna viral. I wanna I, I wanna make that I wanna make that clear. Let's 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 go back a little bit. Listen to what she says. The first thing she says, first thing she says, I don't know this brother. I don't know him. I got my natural thing going on because I'm working today. You look good. All right. So you don't come for me in these comments. You look All right. good. Thank you. Um, so I um I don't know the man of God, first of all. And she don't know him. Now keep that in mind. Keep that in mind because he's gonna come on later and it's gonna come into context. Keep that in mind. She don't know him. This is what she said out of her own mouth. She don't know him. I know how it feels to be viral. I know how it feels for people to say all type of things or whatever. I've been in that seat. I'm going viral on TikTok right now, okay? And y'all say some crazy stuff. So I get it. I understand it. But Larry, when I saw that video, I ain't going to lie, I was screaming. I, 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 <laughs> and I was, I was laughing because Notice the laughing Not because of the guns And you know because from my understanding They put a gun up to his baby's head And those uh, things are just horrible that is, uh, that is nothing funny at all But baby when they pan that camera Over there to that left And that man was sitting over there And they had that sheet with them thumbtacks Oh my god Now uh, let me give you guys wrong. Now you heard that she initially comes on the platform. Now she admits out of her own mouth that she doesn't know him. She doesn't know him. She admits it out of her own mouth. I don't know him. I don't know the man of God. She comes on. Soon as she comes on the platform, she, she starts to rag on his church. She starts to rag on his church. Oh, they got thumbtacks on the wall with a sheet because I've been in that church. My, what happened was my mother was being honored. If you guys don't know, my mother is a, a pastor. She had a TV ministry for a number of years. And she does she does uh, out, outreach work. You know, I, I do hope to have her on the show when in the show coming soon because I want to get her perspective on this whole ordeal. Because I know she's in that world. She knows these people. And she was being honored by Bishop Lamont Whitehead. She was get she was given a uh, a citation from the mayor and he had got the citations and it was honoring my mother. It was honoring her along with a, lo a lot of other people that do a lot of work for the community. So that's the reason why I was in the church. So my mother she asked me to come along with her. She was being honored. So me and my brothers we said, "All right, let's go." We we went over there to support my mother and it was the exact same church that got robbed. It's the exact same church. So, because he got different churches, he got different locations, whatever the case may be. But it was this specific church. And uh, I went inside the church. I looked in the church. It's not, it's not a big mega church, but it's decent. It's not a big, 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 
big space, but it's decent for people to come to fellowship, to come to remember their Lord or whatever the case may be, you know. But the first thing that I noticed, and this is the reason why it comes back to us as a people. And this is the reason why I've taken the stance that it's all bullshit. Because you probably heard me say this in the past on previous shows. It's all bullshit. And this is coming from a person who at one point in time in my life, I was very, very religious. I was very, very, very religious. You know, I was I was really deep into the Islamic faith. Very religious person. You know what I'm saying? Very strict individual. So I so I, I've walked this path. I've walked this path. Devouted for 18 years. Devout. And um I've walked this path. So I understand the different dynamics that go along with organized religion. And it and it happens through all organized religion. It, it's not it's not just exclusive to Christianity or Islam. It's all of them. Because it's the whole entire construct. When you ever, whenever you erect a, a kind of construct where people are to follow one particular people, one particular person, or particular people of a group, like this is the hierarchy, this is this is the uh, the parish, or this is the majlis, or this is you know what I'm saying. Every religion got this type of council. In Islam, they call it the majlis shura, which is like a a a. a a gathering of the elders in the community or the the more learnt in the community when they come together and they all talk about things that's going on in the community to address these things. So you have it in Jehovah Witness, you have it in Christianity, you have it in Judaism, Judaism you have it in, in pretty much all organized religions. All organized religions, you have it. And you have people, this is something for the people to aspire to. They aspire to get to these positions. You know, I got to have position because some people feel if they have a position within these so-called religions, then they have validation. That, 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 that's, that's it. They, got, they have validation because when I was devout, when I was devout and I still, I still consider myself, I wouldn't consider myself religious. I would consider myself righteous. I wouldn't consider myself religious, but I would consider myself to be righteous or striving to be righteous. So a lot of my principles, I still hold them dear to me, but I, I left out the actual, you know, the, the rigmarole of going through, going through the religion or the, or the politics of religion. Because it get tiresome Because you know Religion is supposed to be For the righteous But it's the total opposite You'll find that most righteous people Abhor religion Most righteous people Repel religion You dig what I'm saying As you can see In the, in the, uh, in the examples of Jesus In the examples of Jesus He abhorred the the organized religion he went into the he went into the temples and flipped over the flipped over the the the, the merchant tables and things of that nature and so y'all selling stuff in the, in the temples y'all disrespecting the, the house of god and things of that nature so 
we know from reading the Bible that the character Jesus held a very militant, very righteous point of view. And it wasn't a religious point of view. So I, I want you guys to keep that in mind as we continue on and break this shit down. Understand, and I'm going to say this, you can tell a tree. You've heard me say this before. You can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. Let that soak in and let that marinate. You can tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. You can tell what a person is upon. So mind you, she just came on the platform. Listen, listen, listen to the, the, the rhetoric that's going on. Let's go back into it. I was screaming, um, but it did look <laughs> kind of Tyler Perry-ish to me. Um, it did. And I'm not saying that the pastor had anything to, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe someone that knows him had him set up because he said in one of the videos that they took one of the chains from him that was inside of his robe. Well, how would someone even know that that was there? So that made me think that it was someone that he knew. And then he came out today saying that he he's giving away $50,000 for anybody that knows who the robbers are. I don't know, Larry. It just seems kind of weird to me. Or maybe he's trying to maybe flex and, and, and show us that he has money. Um, I'm not understanding, but I'm gonna tell you something about the streets of New York, baby. They know how to produce a man. I'm gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you that. The streets of New York know how to produce a hustler, Larry. Now you yes, notice sir. that. Let's pause right there. And the street of New York knows how to produce a hustler. Notice, notice how, notice from whence, from which, which, which uh direction, the insults. And the, the, the in the windows and the insinuations are coming from. So off one, off rip, both of them are kind of insinuating that uh he set he set this whole thing up. It was staged. It was staged. They came in, he knew the robbers, the robbers robbed everybody, left, and they all later on gonna go split the money. They're not saying it directly, but it's being implied and it's being insinuated. And that's what, and that, pretty much in a nutshell. So you see, I don't know if you guys can see, but initially when I first saw the video, when I first, because I, I went to go look for it when I heard what happened, because actually it was my mom who, who, who asked me, said, did you hear what happened to Bishop Whitehead? And I'm like, no, I didn't hear anything. And I went go research it. And I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? And then it became, it's all over now. Everybody's talking about it. But when you look at what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Initially, when they first when you first come in the video, my my first take of the video is that yo, that's a lot of hate right there. You know, if you if you if if you supposed to be so called, you know, a brotherhood, you follow the same God. You know, it's supposed to be some form of allegiance with one another. It should be some form. You know, in Islam, there's a there's a statement, right? There's a hadith. You know, there's a hadith in Islam that that pretty much, you know, yeah, it, it's it's it pretty much says that when part of knowing that you are a believer, I'm paraphrasing, is that you are affected 
you are affected when another believer is going through stuff. And the analogy the prophet gave was that when, you know, he said, don't when you get a fever, when you get a fever, the fever's in the head, but don't you feel it throughout the body? You can get a fever and your back can hurt. You know what I'm saying? You get the flu, your lungs might hurt, you know, from coughing and, and whatever the case may be. Your throat may start hurting because of the initial sickness. You know, the initial sickness is not these things, but it's just the ramification of the sickness itself. So when when a believer is hurting, when a believer is hurting, you technically are supposed to be hurting too. You're supposed to feel some form of empathy of what's going on with the believer and you're supposed to be able to go and assist him, go and help him or her. Go, you know what I'm saying? Be of some, uh, to be of some assistance, you know, whether it be a word from the Lord, whether you want to inspire them or encourage them to, you know, just think about God and, and understand that it's a, it's a trial, this is a test or whatever the case may be. This is, this is the proper way to deal with when another member another believer who who say that they believe in the same thing you believe you're supposed to be affected you know you're supposed to be affected you know when when i see muslims when i see muslims suffering all over the world see muslims in bosnia bosnia see muslims in in you know i'm saying albania or seeing what's going on in different parts of the world, Somali, Sudan, seeing the stuff that's going on with the Muslims, you know, I would feel that. I would feel that. I would, I would, I would what can I do? It would, it would make me hurt. It wasn't something that will prompt me to start making jokes. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be funny about this. Ha ah, ha, look at them. They, they, they got flies on their head and look at their ribs touching and, and making jokes about something like this. When they say they believe in the same thing you believe, you know, so I say that to say that you can tell a tree by the fruit it bears. There's no such thing as getting pecans from an apple tree. You're not going to it's not going to happen. You're not going to get pecans from an apple tree. It just don't work that way. So you got to look at people and you can see exactly what they represent. Exactly what they represent. Let's get back into it. Let's get back into it. Cause trust me, spoken soul family, it gets real. When I when I seen the video, I was like, yo, I can't believe this. It gets way more explicit. But let's get in. Cause I want I want to give them a chance. Let's go. All of the cars and the money and the flashy clothes. I like it. I mean, to be clear, I like it because he said he's in real estate. And so I think that's amazing that you can turn your life around and provide for you and your family. But it kind of looked a little, I don't know. I, I felt bad for laughing. I, I really did, but. <laughs> but they still I, laughing. Something, something in the milk ain't clean. Now just okay. Okay. Now. Okay. Now, now I, I can't help but be real and be honest. I wasn't going to say anything, but you just said something. Okay, let me tell you this, Jenny. You know my spiritual father, right? Yes, and I love him. Yeah, so one, I was coming to New York, and he said, oh, I want you to meet somebody. I said, okay. Actually, I met him over the phone, FaceTime. He was smiling. He had pretty white teeth, dark skin, good skin. I said, who is this sister? You know, the bishop done got... Now, now, <laughs> now, said, oh, listen. Listen. Now, watch when... The, when, when, when 
when the bishop comes on, when Bishop Whiteheads come on and join the panel, watch how the attitude change. Now, you just called this man a sissy. You said that your first initial, your first initial take on this man when you first met him, mind you, listen to the the the, the backward shit right here. Mind you, he came recommended from you who you call your spiritual father. You said my spiritual father suggested that I speak to him. So two things are happening right now. You 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 have total little regard or no respect or no reverence for your spirit, your so-called spiritual father. But two, initially off seeing him off rip, you already saw you've tried to find something to dig in on. And I said this on the show before, dealing with blacks, black Americans. We're unique. We're very unique in the in the in the terms of we don't know who we are. We don't have an identity and we're searching for it. That's why you find us in all these different religions, because we're searching for that identity. We don't have that validation. When you have an Arab who, who, who who's raised in his culture, you know, you may think his culture is backwards or whatever the case may be, but he has a culture. He has something that he can ident- identify with and he holds on to it. You know, you look at the Hindis, you look at you look at the six. When you look at the six, people make fun of them. Oh, they don't they, they wear them turbans and all that. But they have their culture, they have their identity. They know why they're why they don't cut their hair and why they cover their hair. It's a spiritual ramification behind that. It's a spiritual significance behind that. You may be ignorant and don't know it, but it's it's a reason behind it. But the I say that to say that they have their uh their identity black americans we don't have that and it directly stems from slavery it directly stems from slavery and we have a warped perception of every time we're with each other we feel that the only way to get ahead is to outdo each other no matter where you're at whether you're in a corporate whether you're in the in the streets whether you know i'm saying whether you're working in mcdonald's or no matter where you're working i told the story before when i was working at the u.s open Cause I, everybody know I'm a chef and I, and, and I got a gig. It was a seasonal job that for the U S open and I would go there. You know, this was at this time when I was working there, I think it was my second or third year working there. My second or third year working there. It, I, it may have been my second year, but I know I had previously worked there and it was a seasonal gig. So what I would do is I would have vacation time off my, off my nine to five gig. I would have my little two week vacation time and I would take that vacation time around the time for the U S open. Cause I was on my grind. So I would take my vacation, my vacation time and I'll work the open. I'll work the open. And this one dude, brother, black brother, just like me, we in it, we in it for the same reason. We we trying to get money, trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to further our career in, in, in the culinary world and everything. And this dude was, he was, I, w- I would say, just jealous. Just jealous. He was jealous because I was making, I think, about $2 more than him. It was, it was, it was even a lot of money. It was only like $2 more. And what, what it was, I was working on the line and he was an expediter. So anybody who knows the culinary world, the position, the, the, the rank and file. The expedite is the individual who calls out the ticket. You know what I'm saying? So he's working directly with the chef. 
the expediter, the chef is going to appoint an expediter who's experienced, who knows what they're doing or whatever the case be. Because if he messes up the order, it's going to fall down like a domino effect with the people who's working the line. So he has to be on point. But to get an expedited job, you got to have some form of seniority. It's not one of those jobs that you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? You, you fresh out the door or you're going to be an expediter. But because this is a U.S. Open, it's not like a, a regular regular gig where you wouldn't have to really prove yourself because people who come to this gig has have a lot of experience because they know it's, it's, it's only about for two, three weeks and it's a lot of money to be made. So they go, you know what I'm saying? They're going to go put their skills in. So people know the game who go to these seasonal jobs. But in any event, he was an expediter and I was working saute. So he's an expediter. So technically speaking, his position, he should have been getting more money than me. But the thing about it is my resume outranked his resume. When I got the gig, my pay came from the top. It didn't come from the chef there. It came from the actual company, Levy. It came from the company because when they do your interview, they go over your resume and they're going to pay you accordingly. They're going to pay you accordingly to your to your skills, to your education and things of that nature. So I got my pay, my pay, um, my pay rate. I got that on the interview. I didn't get that at the job or the site of the location. I got that at the interview when I got the gig. I'm like, oh, listen, this is your pay. You're going to be making blah, blah, blah out. And it was good money. But I was just making like $2 more than him. $2 more than him. But in his mind, he feels that, oh, I'm an expedite and you work in saute. I supposed to be making more money than you. But he was an individual that worked there because I think he was there for about four or five years. Or six years, he would come every every year. So he had that seniority amongst the chefs there. So he used that seniority, me being a new guy, and he and he and he just mad. He's upset the fact that I'm making two dollars more than you. Just two dollars. You know what I'm saying? You and you mad. You upset. So he go tell the chef some stuff like, oh, I'm intimidating him and all this type. And he was a little guy. He wasn't like a big dude. So it's believable. So he he went and played a role like I was trying to bully this dude. And when I tell you family, anybody who knows me know I'm not a bully. Bullies are usually insecure. I'm very secure in what I can do with my hands. I fight very well. I teach boxing. So I fight very well. So there's no need to be a bully. You know what I mean? There's no need to be a bully. Bullies for insecure people who, try, who are trying to validate themselves as being tough. You know what I mean? So... He he goes in and he he plays a role like, yo, he's intimidating me and da, 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 da. And it was all bullshit. It was all bullshit. The universe knows I'm telling you right now it was bullshit. And it was because of the fact that I was making a little bit more money. In him. But we both black. We both brothers. You dig what I'm saying? But initially he feels that he got a one up on me or you got to take me down in order to succeed. But little do he know that we both can rise together. We both can work in that same space, make great names for ourselves and get greater opportunities. Because I, I worked alongside of, 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 of Morimoto. If you know who that is, I worked alongside of Bobby Flay. You know, these are opportunities that these people will come to the open. These people will come to the open. So you, you know, I sat there and I watch 
I watched Morimoto give a whole presentation on 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 sushi and things of that nature, breaking down the fish and how to how to prepare. The, you know what I'm saying the the clam bar and things of that nature. So I've watched him do tutorials. Like this is an iron chef, and I'm and I'm I'm side by side with these individuals. You dig what I'm saying? So it's a it's an opportunity for us to gain and grow. But you take this opportunity to, to shoot your brother down. And that's what I see in this situation right here. Initially, initially from the first words that were spoke, I could see it stems from jealousy. Oh, now this is a time to get in. But we're going to go on. We're going to get we're going to get we're going to get into this. I just wanted to give you guys that little story because I felt it was relevant to, to what's going on. So I know that I see what's going on. With our people, man, and I've been through it, but let's let's continue. Let's continue. When these lips are so greased, I said, "Who, who is this sissy bishop and got around?" I said, "He loved to collect." Who's this sissy? The and bishop so, and got me around. I said, so, but then it when I got deep. around him, it was the very opposite. I mean, he was well put together, but he was very homophobic. He was very, he's very, very. Very traditional, believe it or not. But most people that are homophobic like drag queens. Now look, now now look, mind you, mind you, look at the attack. Look at the attack. Look at the attack. She don't know this man. We know she don't know him because of the fact, out of her own mouth, when the when the interview started, when she come on the live stream, she says out of her own mouth, "I don't know the man of God. I do not know him. I don't know him." But but so now this man right here said he's homophobic. This black woman, she goes on top of the, you know what I'm saying? On top of the fact that, oh, oh, he's a black man. Oh, he like drag queens. You put that insinuation out there. Why is it that they always attack the black man's manhood? And this is this is not this is this is on repeat. That's why I told you, family, so many. It's a kaleidoscope of things that we can we can derive from this whole altercation. You you attack this man's manhood. You call him a sissy. And then you say, oh, those ones that are homophobic, they they really like drag queens. How would you know? How would you know? Are you a man? But you see, you see the whole purpose behind. And when I when I saw this, I was like, wow, this is crazy. This man just got a gun in his face. They laid everybody down. He could have lost his life. Now, could have been staged? Could the whole scenario been staged? Of course it could have. Of course it could have. But why am I going to initially give my brother? Why can't my brother earn the, the aspect of the benefit of the doubt? Why can't he get the benefit of the doubt? Have he ever scammed any of you? Now, we know preachers and pastors and all that. They scam. That's what they do. It's not exclusive to one of them. They do it collectively and they, and they do it in the name of God. They scam. They scam. They scam. They scam. That's what they do. You know, but when you look at when you when you when you see the whole situation and you like, wow, look at the things that they're attacking about this brother. Now. He said he just, they, they saw he just got robbed. She said, oh, yeah, he must like drag queens. 
this guy, his first, my first take on him is that he was a sissy because his lips was too shiny. Why is it that with black people, when we see each other, we automatically look for something to degrade each other with? You know, and it starts from, it starts from a young age. I remember when we used, when I was a kid, we used to do what, what they call playing the dozens. I don't know if any of you guys know about that, playing the dozens. And playing the dozens is like we get around and, and everybody start ragging on everybody. Oh, your mama crackhead and your mama this and your your daddy is this and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, look at them holy-ass shoes you got on. Da-da-da, they must got the Holy Ghost and things of that nature. Little shit like that. We would do that, but it, it, was, it was embedded in the culture that we're not seeing the full ramification of what we're doing. But we're setting each other up. We're setting each other up to be enemies at a later date. We're setting each other up. How many people say, oh, I'm going to be a blood because I ain't going to be no crip because that dude I don't like is a crip. So I'm going to be a blood or vice versa. It's setting us up. It's molding us. It's molding us for this shit. So, so you initially thought he was a sissy. Then she said, oh, he could be a drag queen. That's not the only insinuation she's going to insinuate. She got more. But let's go on. Let's go on. And so he was, but he was very flashy. And the whole conversation was about his money, how much money he got, how he dragged his former um, wife. Well, she done that online. So this is, this not, I'm not telling you nothing you don't do not know. But it's, it's still up. I mean, he dragged her because she was trying to keep him from seeing the children and stuff. He always told me, I got four kids, but two of them I can't see. It's a, it's a narrative. You know, he had this thick Bible. He was showing us in the middle of Times Square, you know, all this. And I, and I told my bishop, I, I'm telling you what I told him, and I don't know bishop may get mad as well. Cause this will be don't put me in that. I no, you're not, you're, you're, no, you're, you're not. You're not in it. But I, I can't help but be real. Yeah. So I said, Bishop, this one here, my exact word, this is what I'm saying. I said, something in the milk and clean. And so then later we went out to eat with him and his beautiful wife. She was pregnant. She's and, gorgeous. Yeah, we were sitting there eating and talking, laughing, and we got into these conversations. And I just got more of, you know, this just, and he was a nice guy. He was very nice. He treated me well. It was very He treated kind. you well. Mm -hmm. you know, very kind. I told him, because he was talking about gays, gays. He called them the F words. And I said, you know what? That there, I can't get with that. And and, I, and I'm not saying this because I'm one, you know, because he that, that's what he was trying to say. Everybody, people like you who embrace the LBGTQ community, they say, we gay or we this or that or compromise because we're not trying to send folk to hell. And so that was the conversation. And I just got sort of, I didn't, I couldn't get with it. And so I told Bishop by the staircase, I said, this ain't it. Cause you know, Bishop had forming a fellowship and things of nature. I said, he's not going to work for this. I said, then why he keep talking about his money? I said, and where does it come from? And so that was always a mystery. And he would just say randomly, real estate. So then I began to ask other questions. I was like, okay, well, who are you? Then I found out that he was in jail for scamming. I said, now, wait a minute now. So now with this video come out, that's why the only thing I did was just put you the hear the Snickers and the laughter. 
I just say, you know, he wear a lot of chains and stuff. When I, I want you guys to go Bishop, just, go listen to the video. He got the whole. I think it's about thirty eight, thirty nine minutes. But if you go on YouTube, you can he, go to Larry Reed and you can hear the whole ex, the whole. You know what I'm saying? Uh, interview, the whole live stream about what's going on, and uh, it's gonna get way more, way, 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 way more crazy than this. But let let us go. got our culligans and it's like he went and got his culligan the same color as mine which only were like 200 of them made he the same color as mine to like prove i can do this too you see and you see you see all, all i don't mean to stop it right there but you see where is that you see what what started it oh he went and got the same kind of truck that i got he went and got the same type of truck i got and I believe they talking about that that Rolls Royce truck. But he went and got the same truck I got, the same color. So you see, if you listen close, when they tell you read, but read between the lines, you ain't got to read between the lines. Look behind the motherfucking lines. Look behind the lines and you see everything that's going on. You see where it's stemming from. Now, I'm not defending... Uh, Lamont Bishop Whitehead. I'm not. I'm not saying oh, I'm gonna defend him. And no, I'm just looking at the actions and seeing what happened, and just calling it the way I see it. And to call out the hypocrisy that we call a uh, religion, you know, and black people, we got this thing that we just can't get this shit up out of us. We gotta have it. We gonna get into the why though. Let's go, let's go on. All of these diamonds, which many of them, in my, I mean, you know. I ain't, I'm, I'm not trying to hate, but if you're going to wear diamonds, make sure they BS. You know, so <laughs> if, you, if you can pay that man, that much money for them. Yeah. I'm looking at all these clouded diamonds. You know, and so, I mean, so many on his neck. And he wearing even on this civic attire. I'm like, so what is, why is all the conversation about your money? Why aren't you constantly showing your money? Where is it in your life that you feel as though people are not recognizing who you are? And I think he has street cred and maybe some cred with some rappers and some industry people, but mm-hmm. the church does not embrace him the way that they will embrace somebody who has the money that he has and da 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 da. But when I seen this here video, and I looked at this backdrop of look like sheets, Larry, and I said, I said, now now we got a problem because if you rich. You can take a hundred thousand dollars and buy you a whole new backdrop for the church. I said, this don't make no sense to me. Larry, I was crying. When I was crying, when I seen it, I was screaming to the top of my lungs. I said, Lord, everybody in my subdivision gonna hear me. I'm telling you. <laughs> That thing that had me weak. <laughs> Lord, I'm sorry. Larry, that's why I texted you and I said, I'm probably going to hell. <laughs> I can't Hear the cackling. <laughs> she hear the cackling. Look at her. She crying. She got tears coming out of her eyes. But that's not right, Genesis. As a pastor, that's not right. You mean, when you, that's, you know, that's not right. You, your type alone. To get one of those nice LED backdrops. Of Your tithe alone. I'm going to stop right here real quick. Just, just pray. You can hear it. You'll get any. But I got right. one though right there back there. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Now, both of them got churches. Both of these individuals speaking. 
got churches. All three of them got churches, but both of them got churches. Now, you see how they're clowning them, and you heard he said something clear, and that's what I want to make people know and make it plain, is that the whole shit is a, is a big, long con. It's a big, long, long scam. The whole idea of this religion, the whole idea, think about it. When you deal with any religion, any religion, the first number one prerequisite that has to be there in order for any person to become recruited by a religion, convert to a religion or so forth and so on, is that you have to believe the bullshit. Once you say, I believe, and with black people, we think the word belief is synonymous with knowing. We think belief is synonymous with knowledge and is not. Actually, knowledge is the prerequisite of belief. But we think Belief is the prerequisite of knowledge. If you really look at these pastors and these 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 pimps, these 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 pastors or, or whatever, you look at them and and notice notice their, their 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 message. Notice the message. They feel that because they believe, belief is something that that's stemmed from doubt, conjecture, and uncertainty. Look at the synonyms of the word belief, doubt, conjecture, uncertainty, because something that you certain about is knowledge. The synonyms for knowledge is certainty, understanding, comprehension. You dig what I'm saying? But belief it's a total different realm. But in, in the black community, we think that belief is the only way you can get knowledge. Look how many of them say it. Oh, you gotta, you gotta study yourself approval. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta know what's going on. You just can't, you just can't be reading the Bible and just think you're gonna know it. They feel something gotta happen to you, something magical happens to you, and you get a better understanding, which is bullshit. Period. Period. You don't have to know all of the 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 the, the, the uh, all of the things that happen that makes water turns to ice. You don't got to understand or know the technical the technicalities and what's really happening that the water is is freezing into a solid and this molecule and all that. You ain't got to know that to understand that if you put some water in the freezer for long enough that it's going to turn into a solid. You can put it in your drink, become refreshing. You can make ice cream with it. You can do a whole bunch of stuff with ice. But you don't got to know the technicalities to understand the, the function of it. You don't have to know that. When you see what they're talking about, you see how they get the people. He said, your tithe alone. It's all about usury. Oh, your ties could have got that. How you think they get that Louis Vuitton? How you think they got that Rolls Royce truck? How you think they get all this jewelry, the planes and all this stuff? Wasn't it recently that, uh, what's his name? Um, Creflo Dollar? 
Creflodologist recently came and admitted, go, go look it up. He just admitted that he, that tithing is not substantiated in the Bible and that he understood it all wrong. But you have black folk who think that, oh, I got to give 10% of whatever I made to the church. And they're religious with that because they feel validated. And why do they feel validated? Because they don't have no identity. They forgot our gods. They forgot the gods, you know, the African gods, the gods that was indicative to our culture. We forgot those gods and we adopted our oppressors gods. And we hold our oppressor God because you got to realize, I don't know if you guys ever seen that show, uh, American Gods. But the whole concept of that show is that these gods stay alive once you worship them, once you believe. When you believe in these gods, their names stay being, um, in remembrance. And if you, you speak the name, the god won't die. If you look at all the Greek mythology, the movies, the, the concept behind these movies is that look at Hades in that Percy movie, that um, Clash of the Titans or whatever. Hades was mad. He's he's the god of the underworld. He's mad because Zeus is the god of the of the heavens. You know, he got to be down with the underworld. So he 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 the people don't praise him because everybody fears death. So they don't call and worship him. So he he's always weak. But his brother Zeus is always strong because everybody loves Zeus. Everybody loves Zeus. Everybody loves Zeus. You know? So when you when 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 you look at the concept of what was going on, when you look at the concept of what was going on, you'll see that it was about the worship, the remembrance. And you got to pay attention to things like, like that, because when the, when the God is not remembered no more, that God dies. That's how you kill a God when you when you think about it. When you think about it, I'm not talking about sacrilegious anything, like that, but when you when you stop mentioning the name of a particular deity, that deity dies because no one remembers. And when no one remembers, no one calls upon. When no one calls upon, everyone forgets. You dig what I'm saying? So we have to understand and put things in context. Put things in context about, put things in context about what's going on with the, uh, with this religion. So you see that he talking about the ties you see that he's talking about the ties. Oh, you could have took those ties and got that. How they how they misused the people's money. Now, this is money that he's talking about ties speaking so casually about. He's speaking about ties and he got the what you buying with these people. money. These people don't have that money, let alone be able to give it to you. They're already on fixed incomes. They ain't got that money like that. But you'll take that money to buy your Louis Vuitton and say that you're a representative of Christ, that you're walking in the, in the way of Christ. You want to lay hands on people. You want to lay hands on people. You want to you want to sanctify people. You want to you want to execute demons and all this shit. But look at your attitude. Look at your perception. Look at how you look at the people. Look how look what you do with the people's money. That money ain't going for the church. And both of them up there laughing. I was like, look, I got one of those. I got one of those. You, you see it in my church right now. You could have got 10,000. 10,000. What I wouldn't do for 10,000 right now to have 10,000 would be a, 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 a tremendous burden off of me. 
a tremendous burden. They're talking about, I ain't no money. People out here struggling. And you're taking these money under the guise of, of you going to be their savior. You're saving them from eternal damnation, but you're just, you're just exploiting them and taking their money. And you can see it in their demeanor. You can see they up there kickling, cackling. I want to know how many people would know that they passed this, sit up there and talk like this. Yeah, these damn fools and suckers. Yeah, they didn't give up. Oh, the, con- the collection plate was, was full today. Hallelujah. And they, they, they up there going crazy. But you see the bullshit. You see the bullshit. You know pastors and pimps. If you look at they, that, that expression, you know a tree by the fruit it bears. You know an apple tree when you see it. You know a peach tree when you see it. You know it. You know these trees when you see it. You don't see pecans falling off of apple trees. You don't see it. So you see what's going on, what these people are doing. These people will take the money of the people because in their hearts, forget what the person is dressed in. In their hearts, they're wicked and they're very religious, different from being righteous. Very religious people can tell you, can tell you all the quotes of Jesus and all that to, to get their point across, to get your money in their hands, you know? Long as their pockets are full with bills of money. Long as their pockets are filled with bills of money. Look at that. Look at the way they move. Look at look at their aim. Look at what they with with their oh fifty thousand dollars. You could have put a hundred thousand on that. Talk so casually about other people's money. So casually about other people's money. You're, you're, you're serpent from the goddamn community and you don't give shit back. Don't give shit back, but but continuing to perpetuate this 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 fucking nightmare that we're in that got our people that hate each other so much. They use the Bible as 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 long as you can hoop and holler. That means you you better. And you think these people don't sit back and and look at you and, 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 and find some type of entertainment in the shit that you're doing, jumping through these loops or you hooping and hollering, you saved and sanctified. But really? Really? If it what's that expression? If it walk like a duck and it talks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, then it's a duck. There's a there's a there's a there's a hadith in um in the Islamic traditions and Islamic faith, and it says uh it says uh men to men men a which was translate into whoever imitates a people, whoever imitates a people is one of them. Men to be common for who are men. Whoever imitates a people is one of them. Whoever emulates a people is one of them. Is one of them. Now, when I first heard this hadith, I didn't, I didn't really grasp it. I got a little glimpses of it. But I didn't really grasp it to its totality. And it, it extends to this. You see the player, you see the pimp, and you see the pastor. Don't you see it very similar? They, they both care about the same things. A pimp, he cares about a, a dope-ass ride. Gotta have a dope ride. 
a pimp care about his grooming, his his his, his physical traits and, and and his nails gotta be done and manicured. You know, his his, his face gotta be groomed and hair gotta be cut, permed or whatever. Look at the pastor. Same thing. Whoever imitates the people is one of them. They come from the same vein. Sometimes you can't tell the difference between a pimp and a pastor. Peddling the same shit in different forms. We got to wake up as a people. And we got to know that there's a difference to being righteous as opposed to being religious. But let's get let's get on because I'm about to get into the meat. We about to get into the meat. I mean, it's eighty thousand dollars. Write the check to the to the minister and buy it. See how casually talking about it. Write the check. You can afford that. Take one of them chains. Why is y'all walking around here in Brooklyn and where your church is at? And you got hundreds of like when I go to L.A. I have everybody know I like diamonds. I don't wear all of that stuff when I go to I like places. diamonds. You, and that is, Did Jesus like part, diamonds? I don't drive my car. I drive something else while I Uber there. Well, Larry, I'm still ghetto. I'm still a little ghetto. And the Lord, he, he doing something in me, but I'm still a little ghetto. See, I... You- it's, it's funny to me how they can talk so candidly when you're dealing with people's salvation. This is the reason why this is the reason why I left all that religion shit alone. And I strive to be righteous. I strive to do the right thing in everything I do. I really do. And this is the reason why I left that shit alone. Now, when I was when I was when I was really committed to Islam, when I was I would say I wouldn't say brainwashed, but I was very devoted, very dedicated, very diligent to the to the to the concepts and the ideology if anybody know about islam everybody know about the sect of salafia salafia the salafi and anybody know even muslims would tell you all them salafis are they're too strict they're too strict the big beard and people know now i still i still have a beard same 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 way but my whole my whole attitude has changed because i got tired of the of the bullshit being being not being sincere and what i what i know of you know me and my search my 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 personal search for god you know that's why i don't give a name i don't give a name i understand the concept of what god is understand the divine but i don't put a name on it because once you put a name on it that's when things get convoluted that's when things start becoming uh, uh, a fight or a dispute. Oh, that's not no God. This is a God, and everybody got their they, they, their personal. Oh, this is this is the truth. But everybody says that shit. If you go to the Jehovah Witnesses, they tell you this is the truth. You go to a Baptist, this is the truth. You go to a Muslim, this is the truth. You go to the Jews, this is the truth. Jews only think 144,000 going to make it to heaven. That's it. Only 144,000. They all Jews. You dig what I'm saying? Notice that every religion around their, their culture is, is, is where the, the heart and the honey is. The, the, that's, where, that's where the meat of the religion is at. Around their culture. That's why in Islam, and you can do, you can do this, you can do your own research. 
None of the ulama. How many Muslims make up American Muslims, black American Muslims? There's never been an ulama. Ulama is the learned scholars. These are the scholars that give the, the rulings, the, the rulings that the people practice their religion through. They're never black. They're never black. So we're striving to be in a religion. We're striving to be in a religion that you're going to be at the bottom of the totem pole no matter what. You never make it to the point where you're making decisions, where you can speak for what your people are going through. It's not about your culture. It's about Arab culture. Some Muslims would, would disagree with me. Some Muslims would vehemently disagree with me. Oh, no, it's for everybody. But I've been around the block long enough. And, I, and, I, and, I'm, a, and I'm a pretty studious individual. I'm not, I'm not a, a regular individual who, who don't know anything. I was very studious. I would consider myself, if I'm a layman, I'm a studious layman. Because it's not like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like other people who are relying on interpretations. I have the ability to go into the books in the language and understand it. I read and write Arabic fluently. Fluently. So if I want to see something, I want to research a matter. And if you guys can see my books, if you can see my library, you'll see what I'm talking about and how many thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars I invested in, in knowledge and in books, trying to get an understanding, trying to get an understanding because I'm sincere. And it really pisses me off when you have these people who are, who are supposed to be God's elected, you know, people to guide the people from darkness into the light, guide the people from their sins into the righteousness. And you find them the wickedest of the people. You'll find them the wickedest of the people. You can see it in their actions that they're the wickedest of the people. They're the people who treat the people harshly. They, God tells them to have compassion. They're the people with the least amount of compassion. So God tells them to be merciful. They're the least merciful. God tells them to be charitable. They're the most stingiest, the most miserly, the most miserly. Turn away the individual harshly. That poem, that poem that I recited in the beginning of the show, I told you it was, it was, it was, it was inspired by a great friend of mine. I won't say his name, but a great, a great friend of mine, real close friend of mine. And um, it was the church. And I'll give you the quick version real quick. That uh, you know, and it's it's sad, he had lost, he had lost a child. He lost a child. So it was real, it was a real, it was a real sad, you know, moment. You know, it was a very, it was a hard moment. You know, we were all grieving, you know, and just imagine his pain, his pain and his wife's pain, <clears throat> you know, about what happened. So it was the church who had actually reached out to him or whatever the case may be. And it was like, yo, look, we understand you lost your child. So we want to, we want to help you relocate because psychologically there's a lot of trauma that goes on when you lose a child in, in that, in your house. So, you know, psychologically it bears all the memories are there. It's a lot of stuff that's there. So the church came to him and it was like, yo, we're going to help you out. We're going to help you out. We got these grants that we do that we're going to, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get you moved and things of that nature. 
and his child was loved by the community. Loved by the community. Straight A student. And uh, they said, all right, yeah, we're going we're gonna to help you. So I guess they had a meeting amongst the elders and they called them in. And it was like, oh, look, uh, we just got to, you know what I'm saying? We're going to cut the check, but we got we got a few questions we got to ask. And they asked him. It all boiled down to one real question. They asked him. They was like, um, they was like, yeah, um, is that the mother that 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 of the child that passed? And he was like, yes. He's like, yes. Is that you know what I'm saying? Uh, are you guys married? No, we're not married. We live together. We're not married. And when he said that, oh, we can't give you this money. We can't give you this money. Oh no, we can't, we can't, we can't do this. Cause this is not of the Lord and all that. And you living out of you living out of wedlock and you know, nah, we we can't support that. And they turned them away. This is after them they done they done picked out a new location. They need the deposit to make the down payment or whatever the case may be. And they pulled that shit. But the universe is beautiful. The universe is beautiful because the universe. You know, her, the, their child was so loved by the community and people knew them that the community, not the church, but the community, the firefighters, the people in the school, you know, the, the, the community came together and they got them out of there and, and got them situated in another in another um, in another living space, you know, and. When I, when I found out what went down, it's like I was hurt. Like I wanted to scream because I was like, damn, like this is the very meaning of God when you want to say, oh, you know, like something tragic has happened to you and you're at your lowest point and you, and you say, yo, I need some help. I need some assistance. This is the perfect timing to show a person if you're a man of God or you're a woman of God to show what God has done in your life. And, and the only thing they were thinking about was money that with the aspect of oh we ain't giving this money because you you living out of out of wedlock that's why i said that part oh children out of wedlock and shacking up hmm. i guess the decision i guess the eviction was god's decision you dig what i'm saying so when you what you call it when you break it down you see the bullshit you see the bullshit you you guys heard the way they were talking about the people's ties and things of that nature you saw how he was talking about it. So, you know, it, 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 it just it just amazes me how these are the people who are supposed to be the representation of Christ. But you find them doing nothing that Christ did. When you when you read the stories of the Bible or any other religious book that speak about Christ, they always speak about a characteristic that was meager. Was very humble, meek. It wasn't speaking about a person who was flashy. It didn't describe none of these 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 pimps these, or these pastors who got the jets and and all this money and these jewelry and the fancy cars. That was nothing of Christ. If you're trying to emulate Christ and you want to be Christian Christ like, then why you don't look like Christ? Why you don't adopt the same, you know, principles that Christ lived? That his disciples lived. These was meager people. He didn't demand no tithes from, from his disciples. Oh, if you can't roll with me, 
you can't roll with me unless you got some ties. He told the man to give away all his property and come follow me. He said, how can I be good? How can I be good? Oh, Lord, how can I be good? He said, there's only one that's good. He's in heaven. If you want to be good, he said, give away your, your possessions and come follow me. Man had a lot of possessions. Man had a lot of possessions. He turned his head he's like, nah, I can't do that. That ain't going to happen. Shit, I got all this. Man, I, that ain't going to happen. And when he walked away, you probably, you probably know this verse in the, in the Bible. When Jesus said, I tell you, a rich man will never enter the kingdom of heaven. It will be easier for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, when they talk, when he's talking about the eye of a needle, he's not talking about an actual needle. How you thread the needle. He's not talking about that. He's talking about a particular city. I forget the name of the city, but in the entrance of the city, when you came into the city, because, you know, back in them days, it was barren land and whatever. And people traveled and then the people, they made the city. So, you know, the entrance of the city because it was like, yo, look, this is the entrance of this. city. This is where you at now. You over here. I forgot the name of the city, but the way the city, the gate of the city, when you come into the city, it was. And you guys look this up. It was it was like a it looked kind of like an a, a eye of a needle. How you see the eye of a needle, how it goes in a loop. And then it comes straight like that. But the, the dome was like that. And what happened was during those times, it was hard for camels to walk through that. To get through the, the gate of the city, because the camel, if you notice the camel, they don't crouch. They get they get down on their knees or whatever the case be. So they can't when they can't duck and walk at the same time. So they would have to pull the, they would have to pull the camel's head down and, and guide him into the city. You know what I'm saying? But this was the whole analogy. The camel being able to walk through an eye of a needle. But if you look at it from any perspective, if you look at the, the, the actual eye of a needle, it's impossible. Because, but the whole purpose of it was because they won't be able to give up their possessions. So you can see that, that the characteristics of Jesus was that it was to give away property, not to accumulate. Not to amass an abundance of wealth or, 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 or possessions, but to give it away and to, and to live off of what you needed. Go on what you need. This is the real test of, of righteousness and piety is to go without, to, to make yourself remember that times are hard, that this life is not for fun and games. This life is for, you know, the pleasure of God or to find your way to get to the next realm. This is the whole idea of righteousness. But you can see plainly, clearly that this is not what these folks is on. But they but they deliberately deceive so many people, so many people. How many people are giving out ties? How many people religiously every paycheck? Giving out their ties, giving out their ties. Now I don't see nothing wrong with being charitable. In Islam, there's a there's 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 a kind of a tithing, but it's done annually. It's done annually where you give two point five percent, two point five percent of the of the of your annual surplus wealth, surplus wealth, meaning that after all your bills are paid. Talking about your savings, 
of the money that you saved for that year. So if you saved, if you saved about, let's say, twenty five hundred dollars for the year, yeah, you paying your bills, you paying your mortgage, you paying your car note, you got to get gas, you got to get food. And the end of the year, you was able to put away twenty five hundred dollars. Two point five percent of that money is obligated to give to the poor. But you give it to the you know what I'm saying you give it to the to the to the mosque or whatever the case may be, give it to the leadership and they distribute it amongst the people. So in Muslim communities, you find when people can't pay their rent, they'll come to the mosque like, look, I need help paying my rent this month. I can't get my rent done. They're gonna kick me out or whatever the case be. And you go to the mess or the masjid, and the people, if you go to the masjid, the people would uh the people will help you. If you go to the if you go to the masjid, the people will help you. The imam will say, "Okay, look, all right, we'll go into the sadaqa box, you know, the charity box, and we'll pull out, you know, because that's what it's for." You got Muslims who would give charity. You got Muslims who would give charity. You got Muslims who would give charity, and they would um, it would give it to the in the sadaqa box. They would give it to them, and they would. Distributed amongst the people They'll buy food Or give people money They need to the case and be I'm not saying One is better than the other But 25 25% 25% Of Two $2,500 Is only $25 25 2.5% of $25 Of $2,500 Is $25 If my If my math is correct But I think it's like $25 2.5% 2.5%. That's what's that's what's obligated. But you see some of these religions that they they demand this every 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 Sunday. Plus the tithes that you got to give for when you get paid. But they make it about the collection. And they say, "Oh, if you don't give the money, you you're not a real believer. If you don't give the money, oh, you 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 know what I'm saying?" You're not, you're not a real, you're not the real, you're not, you're not convicted. You know what I'm saying? It's something wrong. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so it's like, it's like, we have to understand. We have to understand what's going on. We have to really understand what's going on, man. But we, I want to get back to the meat because I didn't let you guys hear when the bishop comes on. This is this is where it gets real comical. But let's get there now. And I'm gonna tell you guys to go pretty much go and um, listen to this man because it's, it's it's very it's very relevant to what's going on in our community and why we can't get over the hump. While we hate each other so much, while we always feel we gotta outdo each other, you know what I'm saying? While we just can't get along, if 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 we both say we believe in something, it should bind us together. It should formulate some form of understanding amongst us that oh, we we're believers and we we're, we're striving for righteousness. But what it do? It just breeds competition, jealousy, envy. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. But but here he go. He's about to come on. But I want you guys to pay attention. Let's go. It's just fun, right? Let's let's see what he got to say. Here he is. Okay. 
Hey, Bishop. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You upset that I was laughing? Nah, and I'm not upset about anything. You guys have your prerogative to say what you want to say, but when you are turning what happened to my church into a laughing stock, that's what I have a problem with because I gave you nothing but respect and nothing but honor when I met you. I treated you with nothing but respect, nothing but nothing but with straight integrity. And you want to sit here and talk about that I purchased my coloring when you bought yours. I never even knew you bought your coloring. I bought my coloring over a year ago. And when we both met, and let's keep it real, Larry, when we both met, you, when we was in Times Square, you said, oh, shoot, I got the same color coloring. I didn't even know you. I just met you. So why would I purchase... Why would I purchase a truck like you have? I, I don't understand. Like, my, my, I don't understand. And then, young lady, I don't know you. But when you sit here talking about I have thumbtacks on the wall, no, those, no, those are backdrops. Those, those are step and repeats. Okay. And let me tell. And let me tell you. Let me tell you. We. I purchased a church. I own a church. I own a whole block. And that's a temporary church right now. I own the whole block. Okay. So, so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you guys are coming at me. And after what my what my church just went through, and y'all sitting here laughing and making a mockery of it, and you want to talk about hold on, hold on, hold on. You want to sit here and talk about cloudy diamonds? Nobody talking about your diamonds, brother. If you feel that your diamonds is better than mine, so be it. Crazy. So, so be it. So be it. Okay, you heard what he no said. No problem. No problem. <laughs> then you want to. You heard what he said. Let me let me hold on. Let me go our back. discussion about you don't have mockery of it, and you want to talk about hold on, hold on. Watch you want to sit here and talk about cloudy diamonds? Nobody talking about your diamonds, brother. If you feel that your diamonds is better than mine, so be it. So, so be it. So he be said it. They okay, are. No problem. No problem. <laughs> then you want to then you want to talk to me about our discussion about You don't have to be angry. I'm, being, I'm not angry. I'm not I'm not angry at all. But at the end of the day, when I'm looking, my team sends me your live. Larry, I never disrespected you, brother. Okay. I treated you, I treated you with nothing but respect. And integrity. So, from where this is coming from, I don't know. So, please inform me. Please okay. inform me. Number one, it's opinion. You're viral. My job is to talk about what is viral. I did you a favor. No, I don't need no favors from you, Larry. My, but my question to you, you is: you, you do though. You Larry, let me talk. You, excuse me, ma'am. I don't even know you, ma'am. All right, but so you can looking. just stay out of this one. I don't but even know you. All right, I don't even know you. You, 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 you're trying to include you're yourself into this. Help. You need to go and get some weight loss if you want to get if you want if you want to get Shut if you want to get served. Yes, yeah, so sir. Late. If you want to see okay. and laugh about what happened in my okay. church when we got armed robbed, you're fat. That's what you are. You're okay. a fat slob. I don't know you. Okay. All right. We okay. can really get okay. we can really get so, like this. All right. You're not so gonna laugh next, at the okay. situation so you, where a gun okay. was pointed we, at we my Where a gun was pointed at. I listened to it. I listen to it, all right? No, I listen no, no. to it. But I listen to it. So I don't even know you. Number you one, I don't know you. Now, notice how they how they backpedaling. Now, why look at look at the bait and switch. Talking all that shit. Now he comes on the on the on the on the platform and he's upset. And now they're both of them are trying to act like victims. Watch. Watch the watch the classic bait and switch. Watch the classic shit. Look behind the lines. Watch. No, don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there, Biggie. Let's go there, Biggie. Don't know me. You've never. Let's go there, Biggie. You're a liar. You're a liar. I'm a liar. Let's go. How am I lying, Biggie? Now, now, notice what she said. 
She said, if you say that you don't know me, you're a liar. But this woman, now remember I told you earlier in, in, in the podcast, out of her own admission, she said that she don't know this brother. She said she didn't know him. She also insinuated homosexual things about him, that he's into drag queens and things of that nature. Watch. Just listen. You're you not big and small, but you're big and big. You are quote unquote All right. a bishop in the Lord's church. That's right. You have uh -huh. seen my face on your timeline before. Uh -huh. And if you say you have it, you're a liar. No, I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. I do not know you. I do not know you. But at the end of the day, when you come here and try to talk about me and I don't his mic. I don't know you at all. And at the end of the day, when I come on and I'm listening and I'm seeing you laughing at me, I'm sitting here, I'm laughing, you laughing at me. I don't even know you. And then Larry, see, you want to talk problem. about, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Problem, hold on. And Larry, you want to sit here and talk about, hold on, hold on, Larry. And you want to sit here, you want to sit here and talk about that I spoke about homosexuality. Hold on, hold on, hold on, ma'am, 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 ma'am. Hold on one second, hold on one second. Nobody wants to talk to you, Biggie. Nobody wants to talk to you, Biggie. You don't have any respect right? for women. No, no, no. Now, don't talk about women now. There don't talk go. about women. Because, there we go. Because Watch the bait and switch. You heard the bait and switch. You see, they already attacked this man's sexuality. The first guy, Larry Reed, said, oh, he thought he was a sissy. She said, she insinuated that, oh, because he's homophobic, he must like transsexuals or he might like drag queens or whatever the case may be, whatever verbiage she used. But now, and this is the classic bait and switch. This is the reason why we're in the shit that we're in and we can't get along with each other. Because now you are, are claiming to be the victim now. You came on this, on, this, on this platform and I'm not defending neither one of them. I'm not defending, I'm just calling it the way I see it. But you came in on this, on, you came in and you assassinated the man's character, his sexuality, and now you're trying to call on the aid of other black women to rally together to say, oh, you don't you don't like women. You're disrespectful to women and, and things like that. I said this before. Accountability. We got to stop normalizing this bullshit that, oh, when it comes to a black woman and everybody know poetic black. I love the black woman. I love the black woman. I love her. I don't want to be with no other woman but the black woman, you know, and, and, I, and I say this proudly and everybody who knows me in my personal life, they understand this about me. I don't got nothing against I don't have I don't have nothing against no other particular race. But with my personal preference, I feel more connected. I feel more relatable to a black woman. I feel that she can understand me. But you see a lot of the black women today, and this is where the disconnect is coming from between men and women. Men got their shit, but we're talking about this aspect right now because it came up. Accountability. We got to stop normalizing the idea that just because she's a woman and because she's black, I'm talking about in our community. I'm not talking about the struggles that we suffer from, from other people. We're talking about within our own community. We got to stop normalizing the idea that just because she said it, she's a woman and she's black, that there's no fault. There's no fault in it. She can't be wrong. And there's no accountability for when she is wrong. Oh, oh, you'll find you'll find pandering men. You find it all the time. 
You find pandering men. Now, me, personally, I would defend my sisters. If anybody say something about my sisters that I feel is inaccurate, I'm going to defend her to the best of my knowledge. But at the same time, I'm not going to normalize and defend or, you know, try to uh, co-sign some bullshit. So now I see the bait and switch. I see the bait and switch. Here it is. You're talking about this man being a victim. He's, he's a victim. He was robbed. His whole church was robbed. People was, the, the whole parish was put on the floor, humiliated. They put a gun in his baby's face. And you guys came on the platform talking bad about him, called him a sissy and started laughing about the shit. So now he comes on upset. Naturally, you would be upset after such a traumatic ordeal. You would want you you'll be upset, especially if you, it's your peers, the individuals who say they believe in the same God that you believe in doing this shit. This ain't no this ain't no heathen doing this. This ain't the so-called heathen, the so-called backsliders and all that shit. This is the this is the top of the criminal creme. This is the top of the, the food chain right here. This the, these are the pastors talking like this. These are the pastors resembling the people who are supposed to be wicked, the people they who they persecute every day or they or they or they rebuke every day. These are the same motherfuckers they be rebuking. Oh, I rebuke you. I rebuke you. This is what they do. They rebuke, but they sit there acting like the same people they they so-called rebuke. And remember I said earlier, men to for Coleman, men to bin Coleman for who are whom. Whoever imitates a people, he's one of them. And you see the actions that they're emulating, what they're imitating. And now you're going to try to call on the assistance of all the black women. Ain't got shit to do with this shit because you a black woman. You, you already said that he was a sissy. You already opened the door for the for the, the name calling. Now he called you Biggie. Now he said, oh, the way you talking to a black woman is now you want to now you want to be a black woman. You want to be regal now. Now you want to be majestic, but you wasn't being majestic a, a, a few minutes ago when you was cackling like a hyena over there talking about this man's sexuality, talking about this man. Oh, talking about the decor of his church. I thought the whole purpose of a church was to come to God. They had churches back in the days that was made with, with clay, mud huts that people would come together to, to congregate to worship. So it's not about the church being all fancy and, and all this elegance. That They get that from the so-called heathen. The so-called heathen, the way they decorated their mausoleums and, and they decorated their, their, their coliseums and things of that nature. You want to be like them. You want to be like them, but curse the people for doing the same shit. So here it is. You opened up the door for the name calling. So when he calls you a name, now here you go with the, oh, you're disrespectful to black women. First and foremost, the black women that I know and I love and I respect, they respect themselves. Period. Period. Don't try to sit up here and call on the aid of, of my beautiful black sisters to aid you in your bullshit. Because that shit was straight whack, man. That shit was straight whack. There's a lot of sisters out there going through shit for real for you to just to summon them. You just sitting on your ass and want to summon the black, the black women and, oh, let's get his ass. Because that's not the only thing she said. That's not the only thing. When he leaves, she reiterates and say, oh, if he has a woman, he has a wife, you insinuate that he's a domestic abuser. You said he was gay. That's why I want you guys to listen to the whole thing and listen to it objectively. I'm not defending Whitehead. I'm not defending no one. I'm just calling the way I see this whole situation, how it played out. 
how it played out. And the reason why we can't get on one accord, the reason why we can't find common ground, because we're so busy trying to outdo each other. That's why I call it bullshit. So the people, this this podcast was, was serendipity because for the people who say, Yo, why you, when you deal with religion, they know I come from a religious background. They know that about me. You know, they know I've always been that way. I've been, you know what I'm saying, since I, since I came into the religion or into the religious world, looking for guidance or looking for salvation or whatever you want to call what we're looking for. You know, ever since I became conscious of that and trying to connect with the divine, I've been on that path of trying to be, never claiming to be, but trying to be, striving to be. And it's an everyday struggle. It's an everyday struggle. Coming from a person that came from gang life, gang banger, you know, dealing with, with bullshit my life. You know what I'm saying? So I know the turnaround the turnaround of what happened in my life, you know, in my, in my search for God, you know, and it wasn't all bad for me. It wasn't all bad for me, but in my search for God, I see I've experienced these different things and I know jealousy when I see it. I know enviness when I see it here, it is. This man is a victim. This is what we're talking about. We're talking about him being a victim of this, this, this armed robbery. And here it is. You want to take it. In black fashion, oh, you want to get on the decor of the damn church. When did the church become a, a fucking fashion show? When? You show me in the Bible, when did the church become the place where everybody go out and show out? Oh, you get your best garment. You get your best, you, you, you drive your best, your best car, or whatever the case may be, and you go get flashy. It became a, a, a status of prestige. That's why I, I abhor it so much at this time in my life, at this day in my life. Don't mean I, oh, because I've been called, oh, I'm an atheist now. That's what they say. That's the shit they say. Oh, you're an atheist now. I'm like, no, no, because I don't believe in God. I don't. So everybody can hear it from my own, my own mouth. I don't believe in God. But understand, I know God. There's a difference. I don't believe in God. I know God. I know God. It's not about a belief. I know God. So don't ask me if I, oh, you, you or say, oh, he don't believe in God. I don't believe in God. I know God. And I know the manifestation of God. I understand that. And I, I know I have so much more to learn. But I'm willing to learn that. I'm willing to learn that. I mean, this shit really, it really boiled my blood. But let's let's go on. Let's keep let's keep going on. Laugh. Y'all laugh when the, when, when we when Larry said we about the gun and my daughter say, Y'all laugh. Y'all laugh. That's what you did. Y'all laugh. That's what you did. And you want to say it to about if that's really true. That's what you said, Larry. And y'all laugh. And what you did was, and what you did was you laid on your carpet. You laid on your carpet and pretended to be me. You're disrespectful, yes. okay? You're disrespectful. Now he won't clout. At the end of the day, I was. Now he won clout so bad. What do you want? What do you want? Why are you on the live? Nothing on this live concerns her. Nothing. She's on the live initially trying to, trying to uh, uh, plug her store. She has an online store, a boutique 
that she's trying to plug and get people to go buy stuff from. So why are you on the show? What do you want? You saying that he want clout. That man came on the show to clear his name. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. He came on the he came on the 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 show to clear his name. As I would have. If I hear people talking about me, defaming me, slandering me, and I have the ability to address it, I'm going to address it. But she said, oh, you just on here for clout. What are you on here for? But, but she's a pastor, though. You see the hypocrisy in this shit? By you just listening to it, you would never think this woman was a pastor. You would never think that the other guy, Larry Reed, is a pastor. Both of them have churches. Both of them have churches. Both of these people are leading people. They're leading people to salvation. But look at their attitudes. Look who they resemble. They resemble the heathens they're trying to save people from. The so-called, she, oh, I'm so ghetto. I'm still ghetto. The Lord is working with me. I'm ghetto. So that means you can say anything you want. You can say this man is a homosexual. People don't know about the crime of slander in the Bible. They don't know that this is one of the major sins. This is not a minor sin. Slandering. And they talk about Jesus. They say they love Jesus so much. But but let me show you real quickly the ramifications of slander. The slander, the difference between slander and backbiting, backbiting is when you're talking about somebody. But the thing you're talking about could be true. Could be true. It's true what you're saying about a person. Oh, that person over there, he stinks. Every time he come around, he stink. He always got this smell. And another person, he's like, yeah, man, I smelt it too. This is backbiting because the thing you're talking about is true. But it's slander when the thing you're talking about the person is not true. It's not true. It's slander and it's a major sin. But you ask the average Christian, what's a major sin? What's a minor sin? They couldn't tell you. They couldn't tell you. But this is one of the major sins to slander somebody, to say something about somebody that's not true. And you know who got slandered the most? Who got slandered the most? Why do you would think that a person would stay away from slander if they love Christ so much? His mother. The mother of Christ was slandered. What did they say? They said that she that she she was cheating. That she was giving it up on the low. That she was dipping on her husband. How can I, how can how can I be pregnant when no man has touched me? This is the whole concept of the religion. This is one of the, the, the pillars of Christianity that you believe in the immaculate conception. That you believe in the immaculate conception. And the slander that that Mary had to endure according to the scripture was horrible. The things they said about Jesus's mother, this is, this is what's supposed to prompt you from not committing slander. One of the, one of the major sins is to accuse a chaste woman of being unchaste when she is, this is one of the major sins according to the scriptures, Islam and Christianity. When you read the scripture, because it's the same thing, but when you read the scripture, it tells you to accuse a woman of, of, of unchastity to being unchaste 
And chaste and being unchaste means a woman who has never had sex outside of marriage. This is called the chaste woman. A woman who's chaste. Some people think a chaste woman is just a virgin. No, a chaste woman could be a virgin. But a woman who has sex before can also be chaste. If she never had sex outside of marriage. If she's never had sex outside of marriage, without out the confines of marriage, then she's a chaste woman. And if you say, oh, you're a slut, you're a whore, how 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 people do, they 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 sluts shame women. They 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 say these things about women. Some of these some of these brothers don't understand the ramifications of of of, of their tongue, of the shit they say that causes other shit to come upon them. They don't understand it. They don't understand how, oh, you done got shot up and now you paralyzed and things of that nature. You don't understand that. You don't even, you don't even consider things that happen to you in your life can be a result of your actions and the shit you say with your tongue. That's why you have to guard your tongue. That's why the scripture tell you to guard your tongue. If you don't have nothing good to say, shut the fuck up. That's why. That's why. This is them coming up on this show was everything but righteousness. It was a spectacle. It was a comedy show. It get crazy. Let me let me let it finish off because I want you guys to go look at the whole thing for yourselves. And uh, you make your own conclusions. But it's about to get heated right now before we end the show. We got to uh, we got to get into this. Respected you. And you, you want to talk about the, uh, the, 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 the LBGT community? We had a conversation. We had a conversation. And my position was that I preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm not, if, 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 if homosexuality is an abomination. No, you're, you're God, mean. You're mean. I'm, what are you talking about? I'm mean. How am I mean? You're I'm not mean. mean. You're mean. I, hold on. You're mean. You're, you're mean. mean. Because at the end of the day, y'all sitting here laughing at something that four gunmen could have took my family life. And y'all sitting here making a mockery of it, all right? We are and not. Big blip right here want to sit here and talk about women, all right? And you want to sit here and you want to sit here and validate homosexuality because you just admitted that you're a faggot, all right? That's only okay. I didn't I tell y'all. <laughs> did not yeah, tell everybody. That's why that's why I said it. That's why I said the spirit that you operate by. No, 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 no. Everybody understands the response. Of everybody understands the response. All right. Understand the response. I treated you with nothing but respect. I treated you with nothing but respect, all right? And you are a foul individual. You do not have the level of integrity. You do not have the level of intelligence or self-control that you need. Who cares about your diamonds? That is horrible. And that is not even true. Making money. You just start making money. You just start making money. And you got children. And you got children and members. At all. You can go to Bishop Jordan and you can talk to Bishop Jordan. You can talk to Bishop Jordan and say, oh, I brought the bishop. And I said, that ain't right. Let me tell you something, all right? Long as God got me, I don't need none of y'all. I don't need none of you. None of you, all right? None of you, all right? And at the end of the day, you violated, Larry. You violated. Y'all laughing about what happened in my church. We are you not. Violated. You're making that up. Listen, let me tell you, Larry, 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 true. you ain't built like that, all right? You That's a whole true. sucker. You ain't built like that. And I'm this not built like right what? here, what, what does and my what daughter and my father and, and my family, you're what a blimp. You're a fat blimp, all right? And at the end of the day, let me tell you this, right? My my family and my church could have got killed. 
My family and my church could have got killed, okay? And y'all sitting here laughing about it. Sitting here laughing about it, all right? And y'all we all not. foul. You're foul. Larry we Reed, Larry Reed, I treated you with nothing but respect when you came to my town. Uh, nothing but respect, all right? Town. I, I was at my bishop house. No, I'm talking about in New York City. I'm talking about in New York City. I treat you with nothing but respect. Nothing but respect. Nothing but respect. I ain't never talk about you, and I actually defended you when people talked about you. I said, I, I don't get that experience from the brother. The brother's cool with me, all right? But you want to know what? You showed your face, and you allow money to drive you. You talk about everybody, and you talked about me. Oh, and this is, and, and I ain't talking about you. You I talked about, I listen to you. Now, to now you. your video is on CNN and everywhere so what? because I posted it. I was the first person to put you your video out. You should be telling me thank Are you. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because <laughs> you think so Larry Reed, Larry Reed got me on CNN, right? Larry Reed, you're smoking. That's like you get everybody else on, on I know the weed. I know I'm weed is legal. I know weed is legal. I know weed is legal. I know weed is legal. It's the whole reason why you were trying to get on my platform from the beginning. You're not that strong, You don't remember that? You're you not that, that strong, brother. You're not that strong, brother. Okay? I don't know who you think you are, and I understand you want to do this for your commercials. What you, you, you popped up here. What's, I, I okay? asked you to come over here. Listen, listen. I was already in the media before you even posted anything. I saw when you tagged me. Okay? I saw you when you tagged me. Larry, you're not that big, brother. You're not that big. Okay. You're not that big. All right. You're not that big at all. Tell her stop oh. calling me. I'm all right. Tell her oh, stop oh, calling okay. me. Okay. Okay. All right? So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Larry, you're foul. <laughs> And this woman who calls her uh, the woman of God, she's foul. Man, you really and that's why. And really that's why I violated the both of y'all. And let me tell you, anytime, anytime you ready, anytime you ready, we can we can do a lie, we can do whatever. Don't say and talk about my Bible. And you want to say, oh, oh, and he talk about real I'm going to say what I yeah. want to say. You, I, and I'm, I'm going to say what I want to say. And, and I was what I want to say. To you. Yes, you was. Yes, you was. Yes, you was. Yeah, you was. Yeah, you was disrespectful. Yeah, you was disrespectful. But you got the right one, brother. You cannot take jokes. You cannot take jokes. You don't jump when they make my family lie down. All right, nobody. You don't jump. You don't jump. They put a gun to my daughter's face. You don't jump. You don't jump. You don't jump. You cross the line. You cross the line. Okay. You cross the line. Okay. That's what you did. You cross the line. You cross the line. All right? Okay. They put that gun in my baby face. You we crazy? We talked about that. We talked right? about that. No, and you joked no. about it. And we you joked cannot. about it. You're a clown. I watched you. I, I mean, watched hold you. on. Genesis, he said we joked about the gun being the baby face. Here and talk about, no, oh, oh, and we didn't see that part. That's what he said. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> see it. <laughs> and he, we didn't tell. We hit it. He told the people to get out. When I moved the mic, the people heard what I said. I ain't got a lie. We didn't hear it. How all right, guess what? Know? Guess what? Get a we, hearing aid. We didn't all right? hear it. Get a hearing aid. Okay? And at the end of the day, you want to joke about certain things? You want to joke? You want to play? Don't play with me, Larry Reed. Don't play with me. All right? Because you ain't tough. All right? You, don't you ain't know me. tough. You do not know me. I don't care who. Let me tell you something, brother. All right? After what <laughs> you, you told me today, I lost all respect for you. All respect. That, for I don't you. need your respect. I bet you don't. I bet you don't. You want to know why? Because you got a whole game. You you beat up on a ministry and act like you helping a ministry. Woe unto you, brother. Let me ask you Woe this. How many you? hundreds Woe of thousands you? of dollars have you given to ministries? What? I don't how give many brother, hundreds brother, of brother, thousands brother. That, that dollars have no you given to ministries? How, how many who do you help have you put in therapy? Streets. Who do you help how, in the streets? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. How many houses have you paid for in the streets? I want to know that. I paid you, a lot, You can't brother. compare to what I, I do. Pay. 
I don't want to compare. You, you see brother. the rationale, you can't, fam, So don't I bring listen. it up. I don't, don't bring it up. Trust me. Trust me. You don't know what I do out here because I don't talk about it. You got a big mouth. You got a and big mouth. And you don't know what I do because it. I don't discuss it. But since we're discussing it, let's discuss it. Let's compare. Compare what? How many millions have you used to build the church outside of yourself? Brother, what does that mean? I don't care about you what you're talking about. I don't care you what you're talking up. about. I don't care what you're talking about. You brought it up. What's important is my ministry. What's important is my ministry, okay? And let me tell you this. I'm going to get off this because we, I'm We're sorry that what happened bigger, to you not physical, happened. Biggie, we're sorry not physical, of what happened. We're sorry. And I'm going to tell we're you like this. Listen you to me. Disrespect you we disrespected my family sorry and you disrespected that what happened to you happened. I don't accept your sorry. I forgive you. Okay, but then I don't, don't accept the goodbye. Because everybody know you disrespected my church. And you mess with the wrong one. Now you can don't you can post this and you can do whatever you want to do. But I let me tell you this. I, let me I tell you this, brother. You. I respected I you. This. I respected you. I respected you. No, you didn't. I only respect you. No, you didn't. No, you no didn't. I didn't. No. No, I didn't. It was no, very clear. No, I never didn't. no, I'm very clear now because I heard how you talked about me and my church and my family when uh, guns were put to my face. All right? When guns said, were put to my uh, wife's face. All right? All right. I understand. Both of need to be ashamed I understand of you upset, Both of you but need don't to be make don't put yourself. stuff in my mouth I didn't say. Yeah, all right. You're yeah, right. You're yeah, okay. 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 Let me tell you something. All we gotta do is play it back and and show everybody yeah, how I laid on listen. the floor. Show everybody. Joke about it. I did Joke that. Joke. I did that. Let but me tell you this, brother. You're not dead. You, no problem. You, nobody no was problem. killed. No problem. If, you have to be able to take yeah, a right. joke. You work a on the joke. floor. Don't nobody joke with my family like that, all right? That ain't how this works. You can't be a public moment. figure and then pick and choose. That's what people joke moment. about. People That's joke, joke on me moment. all the time. And y'all want to see it talk about, oh, it's thumbtacks. It ain't no damn thumbtacks in my church. It ain't no thumbtacks in my church. Whatever it is, it's ugly. And you got enough money to change it. But Larry, 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 you're ugly. Oh, let's talk about that. You're ugly. Let's talk about that. You're a beast. Okay? All right? You and Benjamin Franklin down there and Biggie Smalls down here, right? You're a beast. All right? You okay. are ugly. Okay? You're a, you're ugly. Okay. You're a ugly homosexual, right? You, you said you're a homosexual. That's what you said. No, you I said didn't say that. Faggot. You did say, say that. You said it. You said it. You said it. You did say it. You did say it. You didn't listen. You, you were can quoted say I said whatever you, you want to say. It. Don't make it you true. Quoted, you quoted that you took nuts in your mouth. That's what you quoted. You quoted that. You that quoted was because that. I was a molested nigga. No, 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 no. I am no, not no, willing to no. take no nuts don't in my mouth. Now. But don't you was in now. prison, so how many nuts don't, you don't, took in your mouth? That's what you I want to know. I want to know how many nuts you took in your, your mouth and your why chin. you couldn't keep your you had nuts. That's what on I want to know. Dunkman off of your chin, okay, on purpose, all right? And that's why you upset the complete gospel. You upset. That's why you can't. And you that's up, why wow. you can't, all right? Now, you listen, upset. I love, oh, I'm not, I am upset because you're violent. And you're so you're violated. not even thinking. You because can't even hear it. You're violated. You're violated. You're violated. And you're a you, buster. You should sign and off because you're making yourself look you bad. They probably don't want to help you that they ain't going to help you now. Let me tell you something. I don't care what you think I look. But if the people were smart, my anger is because you talked about my family. No, your anger is because you got robbed. That's, your anger brother, is you brother, got robbed. Brother, I got a life. I got a life. No. Okay, I have a life. All yeah, right? and I'm all right. I'm all right. And we're glad about that. That is material but, things, brother. That's I get that. Thing. I got life. I got and life. And we're glad right? you got life. But something you can't change is your face. 
You can't change your face and you can't change the way you look, okay? And that's what you're mad at. And that's why you attack people. That's why you attack the church, all right? And that's why I she's teaming up. She's teaming up with you so she can promote whatever she's promoting. She's let, lost, okay? Let me write you she's a lost, so you all right? And you don't drop. even know me, ma'am. You don't I'm even know me. And I'm sitting here watching you. I'm sitting here watching you laugh at me and you don't even know me. You don't even know me. You don't even you, but none you know of y'all can tell me what I heard and what I sat here and listened to y'all talk about me and my church. All right, okay. My you upset. Say my family could have died. You want to laugh about it? That didn't happen. Read? That didn't happen. I'm gonna say this to you: You could kiss my ass, you and Biggie Smalls. Now I'm just gonna play this one little part left, and then we are gonna end it off over here, man. Y'all can go watch the whole video. And that is why. Listen, listen to what she <laughs> right, says. He's a manifest. He's where he is. He manifested. Yeah. Listen to that this. Is, that is very unfortunate because the way he came on here, I would, if he has an ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, he was probably he extremely abusive. So you, did you um, hear it? That's what she and said. I try extremely not to, abusive. You know, Larry, being a prophet is so interesting. And now she's a prophet again. Can't nobody really now, where, where, the, where the fuck was the prophet when she was over there cackling? Where was the profit in her when she was over there cackling, talking about thumbtacks and, 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 and all this crazy shit? You supposed to be a follower of Christ who was the most meagerest, I mean, meek, very humble, down to earth. You know what I'm saying? Walked with sandals, you know, very humble. But you gigging on him for having a backdrop in your church, in his church? Always held up with thumbtack, and y'all and y'all having a good old time. When did the ministry become about this? When did the church become about this? That's why it's bullshit. That's why it's bullshit. And I'm not talking about people's belief. A person have that. A person have that belief because I believe that the people are out there searching. They're searching. They're searching for the truth. They're out there searching for 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 some understanding. And then you got you charlatans out there. You pimps and you hustlers out there really deceiving the people, pimping the people. Now you back to being a prophet. Y'all got to go back to Y'all got to go watch you listen to this. Listen to this shit. Now she said, oh, I'm going to hell. Ah, I use kickling, cackling, cackling, saying a whole bunch of sacrilegious shit. A whole bunch of blasphemous shit you were saying in the beginning. But now you're back to being a prophet. What that shit just switch on? You can be ratchet in daytime, and when six o'clock come, you can be you can be a prophet again. Stop the nonsense! It's foolishness, foolishness, absolute foolishness. <laughs> Listen, so I just got quiet because I really love God, and I don't want to. Uh, yeah, we we just didn't even want to go that route, but he needs a lot of deliverance, healing, therapy, uh, counseling. He just need a lot. Yes, you see? unfortunate. And he needs deliverance. He need counseling. What do you need? Accountability. God damn it. Accountability. What do you need? Be accountable. You both, both you guys was there ragging on this man. He's supposed to be your brother. Y'all believe in the same shit. But, 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 but you come on there, rag him. But when he comes back and comes back at you, oh, he's a he's a domestic abuser now. Now the man is a domestic abuser. He beat women. First he's a first he's a homosexual. Then he likes drag queens, and now he beats women. You gotta listen to the bullshit. This is a straight bullshit. And they think that we're stupid. 
They think that's when, when you, you hear shit like this, they think you stupid. They think you don't have a mind that you can't discern, that you can't see that these that these people are not who they say they are. Beware of these individuals. Beware of these people with the silver tongues, the golden tongues. They can talk real slick. They can articulate themselves very well. But deep inside, they're ravenous wolves. Wolves. Ready to tear your ass up. Take you for everything you got. This is bullshit. It really pissed me off. Y'all can really tell. Y'all can really tell how passionate it is. You know, this, this, it got me, man. But it's crazy, man. So we're going to, we're going to, what you call it, man. We're going to, we're going to play some, we're going to play some words from our sponsors. And uh, we'll be right back to wrap everything up. Hello, this is William S. Peters Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Inner Child Press International. First, I must say we at Inner Child Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Inner Child Press International offer to you his listeners, and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code SPOKENSOUL to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at innerchildpress.com, and we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Interchild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.interchildpress.com. Thank you. And now, two cents with written in pain. Kids. I don't want that. I don't even want to get offended by what I'm going to say. I just, I've been doing scientific research. You see, for a long time, I was confused and misled because it was my understanding that children were STDs. Now, before, before you get all, hear what I'm saying, STD is something you catch as a result of sexual encounters with the opposite sex. So forgive me for being misled into seeing children as this such duh, side effect of sexual encounters. Now, with the help of Google, it's very clear to me what children are. They're parasites. Parasites need a host to survive. They can't survive on their own. They need something to feed off of until it consumes the host and then moves on. Now, the human species, we, we rename them and grow a fondness for these parasites because nature has tricked us by making them look like us. They made them look like us. 
If the mold on your white bread looked like you, you wouldn't be so quick to throw that bread in the garbage. That's my two cents. <laughs> Another two cents with written in pain, man. Y'all go follow that brother. But yeah, man. That's it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the dead horse. But I, I would urge you guys to go listen to the whole video because there's so much content, you know, that was created by this. You know, he got a, he, they got the live stream video where they all was on there. And then each of them did their own personal live streams. But at the end of that video, because there's still much more to that video, they bring another person in and it gets very vulgar. It gets very vulgar at the end. But uh, you guys want to go check that out and get, you can see the get the full context of what's going on. Watch the video because the video where they got robbed at and things of that nature is up online. And you can check that out and um, you could you can make your own conclusions. But in conclusion, I wanted to I want to tell you guys that, you know, we have to do better as a people. We have to do better as a people. And it's this type of behavior of the individuals who so-called say that they're the leaders of our community. They're, they're offering guidance to our community. These are the people having this character of being wicked. And if a person shows you who they are, believe them, believe them. If you, if you, if you one of those people who give ties to this church every, every week, every month, and you're giving your hard earned money to the church you know, you should you should have you have the right or you have the obligation to understand where your money is going to understand how these people feel about your money, because you can see how casually they're talking about diamonds. Some of the people that donate to these churches are struggling. They want public assistance. They own the SNAP program. They're getting subsidized housing. They're not working. You know, so every little penny count and you got a lot of them who are sincere, who really feel that, oh, if I give this money, God is going to increase this money. God is going to increase it. So I only got twenty five dollars to my name, but I'm going to give it I'm going to give it up for the Lord. And the Lord is going to is going to increase me. This is the rationale. And 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 that's just the recipe of life from the universe, you know, is that when you're grateful, you're going to get increased, you know. When you when 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 you give, you're going to receive, you know, these are are universal laws. These are universal laws. But coming from a people who have been so ostracized, so marginalized, persecuted, you know, defamed, slandered, all this shit compiled. These people, you know, what I'm saying it, it, it plays a dirty trick on them. It plays a dirty trick on them. Whereas they, you know, they given this, given this, that that earnestly sincerely giving it for the lord but you got these charlatans on the other end of that hand receiving this money and you see how casually they talking about how casually they're talking about oh my diamonds when he said that oh my my, my mouth dropped i was like what he said you sitting here talking about diamonds like if you want to say your diamonds is better than mine then okay and he said they are he made it a point to emphasize that point, which shows you how much respect, how much, how much consideration they have for you. Go listen to Creflo Dollar, what he said about the tithing now. How he's coming out and said all these years he's been wrong. He's been wrong. And telling people to forget what they've been, what he taught them. 
years ago taught them about tithing and said it's, it's all been wrong. It's all been wrong. It's been bullshit from the beginning. They all knew that shit. One thing about this thing, man, I believe this in my heart. And this is coming from a person, you know, because you, you got religious people say, oh, you can't handle it because you, you can't handle being this religion because it takes too much work and you got to be diligent and all that. And, and I'm, I'm not bragging or boasting when I'm saying this, but today at this point in time, like me personally, I still hold a lot of views of Islamic ideologies. I do. You know, I hold some Christian ideologies also. Because I'm a person who reads different things. And, and, and you know, I, I don't just get from one source. You know, because about getting what you need and what you need that's going to sustain you, you're going to have to try different methods. Nobody ever gets it on the right try. But if you're sincere, this is what I believe. If you're sincere and you're looking, you're looking for something to, 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 to get you straight or something to get you on the right path, or to set you on that 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 righteous road. Only thing you have to do is follow yourself. Because if you're sincere, you're going to go in the right direction. Don't get caught up with all this, oh I got to be this, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to be this. I got to you know and you you jumping from hoop to hoop, walking on eggshells trying to live up to something that you can never live up to. That's that's a whole part of the game. That's a whole part of the game. Understand that we're all sick. Understand that we're all suffering from some shit, especially black people in America. And I can speak about black people in America because I'm black and I'm in America. So I know, I know the bullshit it goes through. And I know, you know, what it feels like when you're sincere and you're really searching for something. When you're really crying out to the universe, crying out to the creator or whatever you believe the, you know what I'm saying, we came about and you're crying out looking for salvation or looking for some type of guidance and you're not finding it. I know what that feels like. And I know what it feels like when you do find it, when, when, when the realization hits and it's like, oh, wow, this is what it was I was looking for. And, and that feeling you get, I understand that. And a lot of us as black people, we out there searching, but we got to be mindful of these slick talking people that's out there trying to get us. It's trying to get us. This man got robbed. It turned into a fashion show. My diamonds are better than yours. This is what they think about you. Be mindful. No, you know, don't believe in God. No, God. I'm going to say that again. Don't believe in God. I'm telling, I'm telling everybody going to hear my voice. Don't believe in God. No, God. No. And understand the difference between belief and knowledge. Understand that knowledge is the, knowledge is the prerequisite of belief. No first. This is what they teach you in Islam. Know first that there's no God but God and then stand firm upon that. Then stand firm upon that. This is the true road to righteousness. Understanding. It's not to go out for the world. You looking for the riches of the world. You understand that this, this stuff is trivial. It don't really mean anything. You know? I'm just saying, Family understand understand what's going on and that's why you guys when you hear me 
talking about religion, why I take such a stern approach to religion and all of that, because it's, I mean, for the most part, it's killing us as a people. It was introduced to us by our slave masters and is being perpetrated, you know, or perpetuated. It's being perpetuated by us. And we need to think about that. We need to really understand what's going on and not allow ourselves to be duped, not allow ourselves to be taken for a bag of goods. I want y'all to go listen to that. But in the meantime, I want y'all to listen to this. I want y'all to know, understand, understand that the path to righteousness is sincerity, being genuine. It ain't being flashy. It ain't, it ain't out there where you, you got to show how much you got. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, Understand that we got work to do, my people, my brothers, my sisters. We got work to do. And we can't get it done if we keep allowing these pimps posing as pastors and, and bishops and, and, and apostles and prophets to, to derail us from the goal. And what is the goal? What is the goal? The goal is to be better. The goal is to be better. So let's be better. Let's do it together Family Y'all know me Understand when I tell you That I love you I really I really love you And I hope you love me too Peace Peace